All right. Hello, listeners. It's uh, Buddy's owner, Arizona Schnoodle Walks. It's been chilly out this morning on this December 27th, uh, 2019. A few more days left of, uh, of 2019. And here we are. It's uh, a morning, about 8.15 or so. And I checked the radar. We got rain coming about 9 o'clock. Unusual for Arizona with this rain. Woohoo! And it's chilly out here. And we don't care about the dew point right now because it is uh, 47 degrees. And uh, it's going to go up to oh, 48 degrees. It's going to stay about this all day. Yeah. It'll be in the 50s for another week. Maybe it hits 60. Chilly. Well, it looks like today's the last day, Friday of rain. A little cloudy next Monday, Tuesday. But we're back to the sunshine. So for me to look at this car as I walk by with rain and wet dampness all over it, that's unusual for us. Yeah. So... I did a nice writing session yesterday, the second to last chapter, so I have one chapter to go. I had 55,000 words, which is plenty. I'll probably end with like 60. And I'm actually going to rewrite this last chapter to eliminate some snark. So uh, a lot of people don't relate to snark. So I want to make sure it's kind of negative, right? Snarkiness. It's pointing out what's wrong, which that's how I guess there's some benefit to pointing out what's wrong, especially when it's very subtle and we don't realize we're allowing bad ideas into our head. So I don't know, I'm debating. I think I may rewrite it. and uh, But I don't know, I'm not, not sure. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just finish and then reread it again. And I'm done before the new year. And then I get her off to others and uh, go from there. So here's the VRBO, Airbnb people. Hey, morning, Kevin. Hey, good morning. How are you doing today? All right. How long are you sticking around for? Another week or so? Uh, okay. Well, when you, we'll we'll check in. My wife and I'll. Well, I'm really interested in sitting down with you and your wife. It's Janet, right? Janet, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. So we'll just. You know, I have some questions when you get back. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where do you head off to? Your some. Uh, oh, her parents. Her parents live down the Grande. So. We just stay with them for a week. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. yeah no problem where are your visitors coming from? Out of state? Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. So there you go, folks. Making money in the neighborhood. Side hustle. Rent out the house. Beautiful area. So we got some people coming in. Coming in. Maybe I'll see them in a buddy's walk coming up. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you walk a dog. So if you don't have a dog and you can fit one in, it's uh, a good thing. So what are we? We are not called here to do anything except for the collective we are to find out what we are called here to do that only we will figure out on our own somehow and other people may be able to help you with that so yeah i'm going through a transformation process right right it's man in the mirror michael jackson so can i keep that up i don't know um maybe i my lifelong search maybe that's what everybody's on a search on a journey they talk about that meaning in life and things so uh find out what you're called here to do and then put the blinders on like i had a good three hours of writing yesterday and writing's interesting because on the one hand i think it's good but i need some other set of eyes on it and uh and go from there and um, it is as everything is from our life experience whatever your life experience is you bring it bring that to the bring that out because uh, i think maybe one of the frustrations we have is we try to at least for me is try to fit how do i fit my life experiences into quote unquote the normal that's where the gaussian curve comes in like and none of us can really that we try it's like give up i gotta give up and let go and just say okay this ain't fitting and uh so 2020 is coming up we'll see what happens or asteroid might hit the earth right real real positive uh thoughts but I, I had a good conversation this morning over coffee it's like this, uh, we, there's so many things that are so much beyond our control and uh we just can't control it so what's the solution I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe should I call call a dude and see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We shall see. Oh, is there a right answer to things? It's philosophical. What was I reading? I was reading a bit more about Martin Luther. 
from uh, Eric Metaxas. And it's uh, it's got information there. Do I question the details of it? I don't know. I don't see any reason to. But there was like a plague. And that stink of a plague we've heard about. Dying. So that dude. Oh, yeah, there's a German word. The on, I think it's Anfrechnung or something like that. Spiritual warfare, like Martin Luther was tormented emotionally, spiritually. And uh, so he's not a quote unquote, definitely not a normal guy, but wouldn't, is that what we would expect from someone influential? You just say Martin Luther, it's got some influence. And even it turns out Martin Luther King Jr., his father was influenced by what he understood about Martin Luther. He's multifaceted, right? Apparently he's anti-Semitic or you can find find uh, things about him that are anti-Semitic, which reminds me of this woman pastor that was smarting off on Twitter. And... Uh, how she would rather twist everything we have from the scriptures about how the Jews um, uh, instigated the crucifixion. She would rather like downplay that, like, oh, because, because it's well known that over the last 2,000 years and more, the Jews were under attack. And so she doesn't want to talk about that because She's afraid of anti-Semitism. It's like that. That's twisting history quite a bit. Because you can have both, as I've mentioned before. You can believe exactly what happened as Jews, which makes the most logical sense. And you can realize that that's always always part of the plan. And it had to be that way. And it just happened the way it did. I don't know why. God knows. I mean, if we have faith in God, then he knows all that stuff. And the message of the whole thing is about loving one another and loving people. So definitely I have no interest in being anti-Semitic or supporting anti-Semitism or white nationalism. It's all stupid. And yet people so easily label others and there certainly are examples of those things, but that doesn't. But to 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 focus in on skin color or something is just rude to everybody else. And uh, yeah, so the uh, Martin Luther. It's a uh, Reading his, his biography, his, his personal side of things, his family. There was something about um, one of his friends was named Cranach, C-R-A-N-A-C-H, Cranach, Lucas or something, Cranach. He was a painter, and, and uh, Eric takes a couple paragraphs or something to describe how Martin Luther's parents came down to Wittenberg from somewhere, probably from Berlin area. And uh, 
this guy was painting a portrait of him and it wasn't a very flattering picture of him. I don't know. So it sounds kind of funny. But, but uh, anyways, apparently somewhere in the world, I can probably Google it and see exactly that. These, these paintings by Lucas Connock of Martin Luther's parents. And Eric described Martin's mother as a dour looking woman or something. Right, dour, dour. And he has big words, Eric. Pretty big vocabulary. So like, so reading his book, like he talked about sophistry. And I've heard him use that on TV. Like, well, that's sophistry. So I, even now I looked it up, but I can't, I guess I can't really remember exactly what that is. So if you have a good vocabulary, you're, you're up the Gaussian distribution curve, man, on me. You got the sophistry figured out. And then he, he used another word. Um, I don't think I can even remember it now. But it was like I, eyelid, E-I-L-E-D, I think, eyelid. And I thought, well, that's an interesting word. So it's nice with the Kindle, you can just push the button and get definitions. Makes reading so much more efficient. Push the button. Everything's push the button, pretty much. We want, we want to push the button. <laughs> Did you have a cup of coffee? You probably pushed a button. Got coffee, push a button. So, uh, yeah, bud, sniff around. So, we, it's going to be uh, rain coming soon. So, we'll have to make this an efficient, efficient walk, bud, because you're not going to like it here about a half hour when it starts raining. And uh, I keep forgetting it's Friday because we have this, uh, we have this Christmas day on Wednesday so now it's Friday but it's pretty uh, pretty quiet out here ruhig as they say in German ruhig uh, ruhig and uh, we did a little FaceTime yesterday with uh, no we did Outlook Messenger photo or video call with Maria on Lake Constance and Tanta Kiki aus Dusseldorf, who uh, who were visiting, she was visiting from Dusseldorf down to Lake Constance. And Alma Maggie was who's uh, coming up on 80 years old, 20 January 2020, 80, and. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she's able to just push a button, sit on the couch, Wi-Fi communication. And when she first came to the U.S. in 1959 as a 19-year-old gal, uh, no Facebook, no Outlook, no <laughs> maybe a telephone if you're fortunate. But uh, don't video calls just communicate so much better? And uh, wow, things have changed in 60 years. And a lot of the changes have happened in the last 20 years. So, yeah, connectivity. We can still go. There's a Brabus. It looks like a Mercedes Benz, but a special type of Mercedes Benz, a Brabus. I don't know what that is. 
Morning. Good. Don't spill that coffee now. You know, because the sidewalk can't handle a little coffee stain, you know. <laughs> well, that, you got a lid on that. That's good. I, I didn't see that. My eyes aren't that good. I didn't see you had a lid on that thing. Hey, how you doing? It's pretty quiet out here, I was just saying. Nice out here. And the freeway is not too bad. What do you think? I hear it at night when it's nice and quiet. Yeah. And you can hear a little bit of it. Yeah. But we live right there where the truck is. Oh, okay. I'm a bit I'm a bit up over here, so like I the noise I get I think is actually coming from from the uh, Pecos Road where there's no wall. You know how like that big open space. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that that kind of you know part of me is like, well, I wish they built the wall all the way down. You know. Are they going to? When a developer ever develops that, then it's going to be that his responsibility to put to, the wall in. Well, or a, if they if they put buildings in there, that'll probably block the sound, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe you need to put a wall right along the channel there. Block <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that kind of view the view off. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's no, pretty pleasant. I, mean, I, I I can see. I mean. I don't understand why they stopped the wall there and then started the deal. But they did that several places. Up well, yeah. like, did you take a trip out that way yet? Oh, yeah. yeah. We, uh, my daughter lives in uh, Tullison. Okay. And we go babysit. All right. So, so that, does that cut out a half a hour? So that cuts a half hour out. Is that what you're estimating? Yes. A half hour. So it took us 47. Well, with traffic, it took us over an hour to get there. Okay. Because we leave here at 630 in the morning. Okay. And it takes uh, it took us like ten minutes, fifteen minutes to get from here on Chandler to the freeway. Yeah. Or to the, to the okay. ten. Yeah. But now we're we're two thirds of the way there by the time we would have gone to Chandler. So yeah, it took I, yeah. over an hour. Now it takes twenty three minutes to get there. Twenty three. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you're you're saving you saving conservatively a, a thirty minutes yeah. conservatively. And half because half our gas bill a month. Yeah. Too. Well, because I time myself to 75th Avenue and 10, which is that you you go by there. I think it's only 18 minutes from. Well, you got to get on 17, right. but once you're on 17th Avenue, I it was about 20, 18 minutes to get to 75th Avenue yeah. and 10, which, like you say, going that way. They live on 99th Avenue. So oh, 19. That's beautiful. 23 minutes. But I I like it on 17th. I'm glad they didn't put an interchange here on Channel. Okay. That's nice. When we first moved in, I talked to my neighbor here, and he says, yeah, they decided, good thing they decided not to. In fact, I think the HOAs and, and the neighbors here bought that. Oh, is that right? Okay. Just leave it over on 17th Street. Okay. You know, not put like that, which is good. I'm glad because you don't hear any traffic coming in and out. Okay. I mean, it would have been convenient, but hey, I don't mind going extra, extra couple miles. Three minutes or something, yeah. four minutes. Yeah. You know, yeah. Keeps the traffic off our roads. and. Everything else besides there's really other than us, there'd really be no reason to have it an extra cab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So I yeah, I don't know. We're, there's there's a Sprouts on baseline, right? Tim, by the way. Tim Michael. Mike, oh, nice to meet yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a Sprouts out on baseline, which is I think is twelve miles from yeah, here. But it's easier to get to than going nine miles yeah, over is. there. Because you just zip on it. Well, no, I haven't done no it yet. I don't even think that spot could open Oh, it's not? Oh, okay. It's just brand new. They just built it, started building it when they were building it, started the interchange. Because we used to travel baseline a lot. When the can was packed, oh, you just take travel baseline a lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. So.
So Tim, all right, Tim, that's going to be. There's going to be a lot of development over here. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, I mean, there's it's a lot of commercial there now. Yeah. Trucking and stuff like that. And between 75th and 99th is trucking like crazy, you know, with a bunch of warehouses and everything else. So, okay. Okay. You know, they used to take us to get from the 10 to where my daughter lives in Tullison, a nine, uh, 99th and I think it was Riverside where she lived. But to get from 10 to her house, it took us maybe 10 minutes because of the trucks. Okay. And everything, which is normally a two-minute drive, it take us ten minutes because of the truck. Okay. Because of all the trucks and everything, we, we go right by the 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 Fry's warehouse and a couple other warehouses. And, uh, Where, do you we grocery shop at Fry's on forty whatever fortieth Street, forty eighth? So. I don't know fortieth. Yeah. That's where we shop mostly. Mm-hmm. But that if they open something around the Viqueva or yeah, something, nice. it's just four miles up to there. And and uh, I don't even know where like it must be over there. There must be Indian land still in there. Reservation or? land all over through there. As far as I know, all the way to the casino and past the casino a little bit. And Just a little, and then it all the way down beyond there, up to the the hidden mountain, the Sterling Mountain. Okay. I believe. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. We've yeah. only been but, five years. But, but yeah. Really well, and now and we never had any reason to kind of go in that area, <laughs> right? I, I do a lot of hiking up in the mountains, up in South Mountain, up in there and everything else. And I'm excited because that opens it up to go around the mountains where I could hike the other side of the mountain. I, mean, I, didn't, yeah. I even want to go to those. Yeah, there. right. I think yeah. it's a lot of, you're probably, you get off at Viqueva and then go up 51st Avenue and you'll probably be right over in those mountains. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't yeah. explored it yet, but yeah. I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. You know, after the holidays. It's, what, it's only been open a week. Well, hey, you haven't done Yeah, home, it's know, pretty. Yeah, there, it's pretty. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I just enjoy being out and out, and it's a lot of fun. And I'm sitting here looking at him this morning. Gosh, I'd love to be up there, but <laughs> um, my oldest is here from Portland, so oh, he's on today. So they brought the Portland weather with him, huh? Brought the Portland. <laughs> weather. He got off the plane and went. What did he get off the plane? Which was Thursday. Got off the plane right. Monday night. And yeah. It was raining. It was. I thought I'd feel it was in Portland. Yeah, it you know? is. must be like Portland here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sunshine tomorrow, I think. But he's, be nice is, but he's, is he leaving today? He's leaving this afternoon. Oh, well, yeah, he's never going to see the sun. <laughs> All right, Tim, have a great day. Okay, thanks. Oh, I hope you don't mind the football teams. He's got the Packers. And he's got the Cowboys on the other side, so. Dual. Dual. Fandom, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, they've got a big game to Sunday. Okay. Well, that's a big game on Sunday night. Yes, it is. With the Niners and Seahawks. It's going to be to see who wins the division. If the Niners win, they'll win the division. If the Seattle wins, they'll win the division because they got the, actually, they got the, well, no way. Yeah, Seattle's 11 and 4, 49ers 12 and 3. Right, right. Niners got to win. But if Seattle wins, even though they'll have the same record, Seattle will have the tiebreaker because they they won the first game. Oh, they did. Okay, okay. 
Okay. It's, it's a, you know, hey. So I think, I think if the Niners win, they'll have the number one seed. But if they lose and they go to like the fifth seed, and then they get a, they get to beat up on either Philadelphia or the Cowboys. Yeah. All right. Bye bye. All righty. Morning. Buddy. Yeah. So we got uh, a little bit of rain out here. The dogs are coming out. Some other people walking. And a little conversation there on the uh, schnoodle walk here. That's what happens. So you get a little touch of real life. This is not a I've said many times, it's not a programmed podcast. So out of the 700,000 podcasts out there, heading to a million, we're all podcast stars. But I, I defer the celebrity status to Buddy. You know, Bud, Bud's the star of the show here. And so are you, you and Buddy. You're the hero. Yeah. So, Bud, let's see if we can head back and uh, get in before the downpour comes. Uh, and I don't know what we were talking about. What were <laughs> just some random post-Christmas holiday stuff? But you notice how the gentleman is from Portland family. So Portland is kind of like this all year long, this rainy gray. And maybe they have 100 days of sunshine. I don't know. We have three. Normally, we have 300, over 300 days of blue sky, perfectly blue skies. And uh, because of that, we're just we're just uh, sunshiny people, right? You've got a sunny disposition here. And I probably shouldn't be so sarcastic because I do have. Positivity is one of my strengths. So you gotta, you know, I'm a big strength finder kind of person. So do I, am I willing to own my strengths? Own it, man. Own your strengths. So I chuckle at the uh, discipline and harmony strength. So, Buds, what are you doing? No, oh, Buds. Okay, let's go. And uh, so freeway culture, freeway change, putting in a road, it changes the dynamic of the neighborhood. And my wife and I were talking about frontier. So don't forget, we often forget in the U.S., if you're listening from the U.S., that at one time this was a country of 3 million people in 1776. 3 million on the East Coast. 
and now 330 million in 200 some years. So that that's a, a different kind of growth. And I, I do recommend this old book written in 1931, The Epic of America. Written in 1931, so it's before World War II, before we get distracted by all that nonsense. And the guy kind of writes about the developing of this country and how it was pretty much frontier land. So people would come over. So 1776, 1780, independence, officially a new country. People were still coming. And uh, 1850s, you have the Irish Great Famine. Probably about a million Irish people come here. And by 1850, maybe there's, I don't know, maybe 20 million people living here, 30. It's growing. People are coming. Freedom, opportunity, frontier. So the news gets out, frontier, you just, you're stuck in some German village or English town. You know, like, why not go over to the new land? There's frontier. Go west, young man. And so we all come. A lot of people come. Moses parted the Pacific or Atlantic Ocean. Moses comes. And try to find your way through the frontier. Offer your physical labor, services, agriculture. Go get your own land. Frontier, stake out your own land. Frontier. Now the internet is a frontier. Stake out your own frontier on the internet. And uh, it's unlimited. It just comes down to marketing, man. I got to get comfortable with the marketing, the branding, personal brand. So personal brand can be consciously shaped, which is the best. Because some people say brand or be branded because we're all be branded by something. So are we branded low energy? Hey, you're low energy, man. I'm branding you. <laughs> are you negative? No, I'm positive, man. I'm going to brand myself as positivity. Why? Because I, I, I took a test, man. Test says I'm positive, man. Positivity. Optimistic, man. So uh, you're the hero. I got my journey that I'm battling through. I got the guide. And you have yours. So let's finish the podcast on, on you, the hero. And knowledge is not, knowledge is good. There's like no end to the knowledge. So what's the alternative to knowledge? It's like, it's like, uh, Paul says, if I don't have love, I'm nothing, right? So we want to be, we don't want to be nothing because we're all seeking for meaning. So is meaning going to come through knowledge or is meaning going to come through loving people, 
love. Love everyone always. And the tricky part is to love yourself. And it's not one before the other. It's a growing thing. So think Gaussian distribution. Gaussian distribution. Become a little more loving today. Be micro generosity. Do a little generosity. So every day, twice a day, it's like I'm walking the bud at the moment. I'm being generous to this little animal. But I also need to be generous to everybody in my family, right? Everybody I talk to. Micro generosity. Grow in patience. And uh, so, yeah. There you go. And you're the hero. You got challenges. You're taking a break. You heard about the weather in Portland. And, and we're Arizona. We're like Portland this week. My glasses are starting to get filled up with raindrops as we get closer to home here. And I'm ready to dry off get out of this dampness and uh, move on to micro generosity, perhaps writing and finishing this book. And I really I want to make it good. I think it's important for all of us, no matter what challenges we have and what journey we're on to move forward. So maybe a lot of maybe a lot of you figured this out already. There's seven billion people on the planet. So I think there's a lot that I haven't figured out some simple principles. I haven't until recently, so and on top of it I'm still growing in it. So the decide the this the Gaussian curve is so important. And I think I need to make sure I include Peter. Maybe that's a good conclusive statement. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, and we have a wedding coming up, this Indian family from India, the country, the big one. You know, like a billion people, they're having a wedding down the street and getting set up for it. And that's a beautiful thing how how they celebrate the life through their culture and experience thousands of years. And unfortunately, the message of a lot of evangelical, fundamental, Protestant, lump them all together. Just the general Christianity would say something like, well, you got to convert all those people from India. And I'm like, well, the Holy Spirit will do that. 
I, I, we, should, we are called to love people. And if they want to know the reason for the hope that is within us, they will ask. So I guess I'm going against the trend of the traditional Christian evangelical message that's been spewed out the last 200 years. And uh, I suppose I just got to accept that there's others that as well-intentioned as they are uh, frustrate others around them with the idea that we are called to convert other people. And, uh, you know, some twist the scriptures into um, imperatives, commands. And I just don't, in total, when you read the whole thing, what's the whole message? It's about loving people. So do that today. Love yourself. Be thankful for the grace and mercy that's on your way. And may peace come to you. And may the hope of eternal life start now. The eternal life starts now. In peace and joy. Right? But, and, uh, probably you may have gone to a Christmas service where they talk about Jesus being Emmanuel, God with us. Well, Holy Spirit is Emmanuel. God is still with you. Amen to that. Have a wonderful day.